Hello and welcome again to Teaching English is Fun, a podcast for teachers by teachers. I'm your host, Jim, and today I want to go over something called Ordering a Baby. This is an ESL discussion activity that I was recently able to recover uh, because I found one of my old hard drives from when I was working in Korea. It was filled with a veritable treasure trove of ideas and activities. This was uh, a favorite that I really, uh, really created a lot of buzz in the class and was always a success. You're going to want to uh, break students into groups about three or four when you're doing this. Um, and uh, this is really good, especially nowadays. You know, it's a good topical discussion. Uh, with the advent of genetic testing and the ability to splice and manipulate our DNA, this can be dropped into a class that is already learning this vocabulary. And then you can also uh, find some supplemental articles, and I actually have those linked on my website. If you go to teachingenglishisfun.com, and that's all one word, uh, no, no spaces in between there, and uh, just look up ordering a baby. You should be able to uh, go directly to this page. I'll also put uh, a link in the show notes uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, but on my site here, I, I do have a link to a supplemental article that I had for this. And uh, that, that was an article that I actually have some discussion questions after this. So you can actually break this into like a two-day class uh, with the supplemental articles that I, uh, that I, that I have for this. Uh, now, the article I linked goes perfectly with the discussion questions that I have at the end of this, this ESL activity. Let me go ahead and get right into this. What this is, is uh, it's ordering a baby. And the year is, let's say, 2250, uh, and this is, this is actually written from here. I have this all written out, so you can always just go in and copy this and uh, use it uh, or modify it for your class. <clears throat> and your family group has decided to have uh, two new children, actually one new child. I, I, I need to change that. Since the 20th century, the method of having children has radically changed. Instead of the old way, now you decide on the uh, characteristics that you want your child to have and you order the child from a local baby factory. Now, uh, you're going to fill out this form and I have a kind of sample form here for students to go ahead and fill out and they're going to discuss with their team members you know, what they want their baby to be. Now, some things with the racial characteristics, for example, skin color, all that, that's going to be determined primarily by the characteristics of whatever the family group is, whoever the things is. And uh, then for IQ, uh, just to go over what is normal IQ, 100 to 120 is considered normal. If you're 140 above, it's genius. And I think 250 is the highest ever calculated for anybody. Um, and then also, I have some places in here where I have just a line, and that means that you can put in your own choice right there. You can just add your own thing. So Jim's Genome Baby Factory order form. If you follow along here, I'm going to run through this real quick on the page and then just kind of talk about this uh, a little bit. Name of the group uh, applying. Characteristics. Now, what you can do is you can circle your choice, whether male or female, right? Color of eyes. Uh, you've got red, yellow, or blonde eyes, green, brown, black, turquoise, tan, uh, blue, white, and maybe they can even think of another color. I think I had someone pick purple at one time. And that's the same thing with a hair color, right? You've got red, yellow, 
uh, green, brown, black, turquoise, blue, tan, white, or if they want some other kind of hair. Uh, you've got types of hair, straight, curly, wavy. You may have to describe that to your class to kind of let them know what those are. Uh, sometimes I've even, I've even if, depending on the level of the class, I've even had like a drawing just kind of showing what straight hair was and curly hair was and wavy hair. You can always probably link and find some pictures and, and, and make up a, something with the pictures in there. Uh, future height. So what is the shortest you want them to be and what is the tallest that you want them to be? Uh, same with the, the weight, what, what you think their future weight, like when they're grown up, right? What is the heaviest, what is the lightest you, that you think a, a person should be? And then uh, future IQ, again, the, the lowest and the highest. And this kind of led to an interesting discussion we had about IQ, you know, would you want your child to be a genius, right? And uh, it's interesting. Depending on the students, some people wanted it. Some people thought, I I don't want my child to be a genius because geniuses a lot of times live sad lives or troubled lives, uh, you know. So, and then I said, well, would you want them to be like Forrest Gump, right? Maybe not that bright, but you have a good life, right? So, uh, anyway, in coordination, we have uh, right-handed, left-handed, and ambidextrous, of course, meaning that they can use both hands just as well. And in personality, I just put some samples here. You can always add some things in here. Friendly, shy, quiet, talkative, unemotional, emotional, optimistic, pessimistic, passive, aggressive, idealistic, and I notice there's a problem here. I've got to fix that. And there's a space in between the I and the dealistic, so uh, I'll, I'll fix that uh, later on the website. And then realistic, and you may have to describe these and kind of talk to your students, like a passive person doesn't really try to make things happen. They just kind of go along with everything, right? Um, the realistic person, you know, they they always see the, the practical side of things, you know, what, you know, what, you know, what does this mean realistically, right? Um, all right, and then areas to excel in, and you can always add to this or subtract or have students think of some things. Uh, now, they're supposed to pick three areas for their child to, to excel in, uh, sports, music, art, uh, dance, science, humanities, language, economics, social sciences, uh, handwork, for example, like they're uh, good at plumbing or maybe they're carpenters, uh, something like that. And then uh, number 11, future profession possibilities, a little different than, than areas to excel in, right? Maybe we're really good at one of those, but maybe what we want to do might be a little different, right? So uh, profession possibilities could be like a poet, musician, an artist, a writer, plumber, electrician, carpenter, research scientist, professor, doctor, lawyer, real estate agent, uh, police officer, firefighter, salesperson, a forest ranger, a sportsman, pilot, military person, secretary, computer programmer, technician, religious person, or a chef. And uh, I wrote on here, cook, just in case someone didn't know what chef was. And then here is the big, 
the final thing of this, and this is something that is good to have students kind of work together and try to create, right? Please explain in 50 words or less why we should process your order. Basically, why do you want a baby, right? And why should you, why should your group be allowed to have a baby? So just, just kind of go through that. Now, I have some discussion questions here and then the final part of my page, but I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and take a quick break and I will come back and go over those in just a second. Okay, welcome back. Now let's go over the discussion questions. As I mentioned before, originally these discussion questions were with an article that I found on the, on the internet and I have a link on, on my page for that. Uh, but let me just go through these real quick. Discussion questions. What do you feel about people screening the embryo for possible defects? So these are a little bit higher level uh, uh, things. This was a higher level article. And uh, it, it kind of talked about people using genetic screening and, uh, and being able to check and to manipulate the DNA of their baby before it was born. Uh, number two, should couples be allowed to know the sex ahead of time? Uh, or pick the sex ahead of time, right? So nowadays, you know, what well, we used to be able to, you can find, you, people didn't want to know what the baby sex was. And, and uh, some countries actually made it illegal because they found out that if people knew that they were going to have a girl, for example, in Asia, I know a lot of times they, they wind up aborting the baby because they wanted a baby boy. Well, that led to some problems in the population in some areas in Asia where you have way too many boys and way too little girls. So they're kind of importing uh, brides and stuff from other countries because they just don't have enough women in the country to be able to you know, carry on their, their race. So that always has some some bad aspects but anyway so you can talk about that you know what do you think about being able to know and also to pick the sex ahead of time of the baby number three if you had a baby and you could determine its iq or other traits would you right and that's one of the questions and the other thing would you want to be able to determine that you had a genius child or that your child was just average or just normal right and then and number four, would you rather have a boy or a girl? And that kind of ties into question number two up there. Uh, number five, would you ever like to design your baby to be genetically superior? Should other people be allowed to do this, right? So first of all, do you want to be able to do it for your baby? And the second part of that question is, do you think that that even if you don't want to do it for your baby, should other people be allowed to do that, right? And, uh, and you know, what, what do you think about that? And by genetically superior, I mean like maybe they're, they're smarter, stronger, faster, you know, we, we can always tweak the genome so they can always be a little different. So uh, that is the final part of that. Now, this can actually be a two-day class, right? The article that I have from Slate uh, is where I found it uh, that I linked at the beginning of this page was originally meant to go along with these discussion questions that I added at the end that I just went over. Um, I normally give students the time to create the perfect baby and then present it to class. Uh, with allowing time for questions and correction, that's going to probably fill up a whole 45 or 50 minute class period, uh, depending on how big your class is, of course. So, um, so you may actually 
you know, take those discussion questions and just add those on to another article and kind of build on their vocabulary and all. I, I found that sometimes I did that. Like we would do like one week and I'd have a theme for the week and we'd talk about certain subject matter and everything else. And a lot of times, depending on if I had a textbook and I was using the textbook, I actually created classes based off of that textbook and then and then I use some of these same articles and some of these same uh, exercises that I'm sharing with you I use those and just just uh, you know tied them to the articles in the book that we were supposed to use sometimes I I used a lot sometimes I used a little depending on the book um, so well feel free to try uh, try out whatever works best for you and your class level. And uh, that's another thing. You know, remember your, your class level when you're doing this. I think uh, intermediate is fine. I think some of those those discussion questions might be a little bit more advanced, but, uh, but uh, you can always make them a little bit more uh, basic for, for a lower level class. So I hope you have an awesome and, as always, a fun class because what do we always say? Teaching English is fun, and I will talk to you next time. Have a great day.